This is Bob Rourke with Business Leaders Podcast, and today we have Donna and Gary Teal on. And Donna, Gary, thank you so much for your time. You bet. This is going to be a little bit different episode. We're going to talk about the journey between uh, deciding to sell your business and the process. So first off, tell us a little bit about your business. Well, we owned a, a small service business. We primarily did window cleaning was our main function, did everything from residential into high rise. And then uh, we also did snow removal services through the winter months. How long had you guys run the business? I originally bought it in 1986. I had worked for the company for about so six or seven years prior to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought it in fall of 86. And uh, Donna came in. What, when did you come in and get involved? 80, 96 or so. Yeah, 96, 97-ish. And, uh, she came in and helped with a lot of things, um, accounting stuff and things sure. like that as a time and, and so you, what was the date that you closed on the sale of your business? March 1 of 2019, almost a year ago. Wow. And so, so you guys ran that for a very long time, 30 yeah. plus years. Yeah. 32 years. Yeah. You know, there's, there's that ongoing discussion, you know, that you hear from business owners you know, at some point, you know, you're going to exit the business. I mean, you know, one way or another, everybody leaves their business, I suppose. Sure. What, what was that thought process like when you guys started thinking about selling your business? Well, a lot of it, it just became a lot of the, the stress level got really high. You know, the economy was good in Denver and stuff, but that brought along with some difficulties of finding help and things like that. You know, they the salaries and things like that had gone way up in the city and, you know, it got difficult to compete and finding enough good people to get the work done to, just to stay competitive was, was getting difficult. Yeah. I would imagine it's not the everyday person that wants to hang over the side of a high rise. <laughs> no, they're a, a different little breed, but you know, there's, there's a lot of them out there. It just, uh, you know, some of the bigger companies and a lot of the construction industry was even, taking employees that would normally be doing things in our industry and uh, just they had increased salaries so much and benefits and it just got difficult to. And so, you know, I, I think about the challenges when you're in a full employment economy. And so you guys, you and Donna got together and made a, a decision that it was time to sell the business. And, and so w- once you have that decision in place, what were your next steps to try to identify how or who you were going to use to help you sell? We were very lucky because Marla is one of our accounts that I, I do in my work comp and commercial packaging. Um, I'm, a, I'm a broker. Okay. Um, so we just automatically went to her and started asking questions and she got us involved with Keith and Keith was amazing. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Marla is a unique individual and, and Marla's the CEO of Raincatcher. Mm-hmm, correct. You know, and so you guys, you know, were fortunate you had a contact within the industry. And so you started working with Keith and, you know, for that process of going through, what was the process from when you started talking with Keith to when the business was effectively ready to go on the market? What was that like? Um, well, there was some work involved, um, you know, there was a lot of things they were asking for that we weren't expecting. And if I could back up just a little bit, sure. we actually were, we attempted to sell it ourselves for 
probably about a year and a half before actually going out and seeking a broker and rain catcher and such. What so, was that like? Well, that was uh, got a bit frustrating. We had a couple of people that showed interest, but you know, we didn't really know all the ins and outs of you know how to deal with them and all the little nuances and things that everyday knowledge to the folks at Raincatcher. So after, you know, dealing with a couple of buyers that flaked out on us and things that um, we were frustrated to say the least, still looking down the road and wanting to get out of there, Don, Donna said, well, let's, let's get a hold of Marla and talk to them and see what they, you know, can do for us. And Yeah. The emotional roller coaster when you're working with buyers and the amount of information they want, can be rather daunting, I think. Oh yeah. God, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to hear? Yeah, you want to know about what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you want to know my shoe size? Wait a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I think about that transition. So you guys had had already been through the decision process, tried to market yourself, started working with Keith, and I'm presuming that the nature of the questions that he asked, you'd kind of been through around that track once before. The questionnaire was extremely thorough and it made us think outside the box, which was really great because he, it was able to help Keith put together a full story about King Kong. And uh, I think that, I mean, it took us probably a good week just to, I mean, we'd go do a little bit of it, come back to it. I type it up. He they would come back for another couple of questions. I mean, it was it was pages long and it was very thorough, which was we never even thought of 90 percent of those questions, to be honest with you. You know, I, I think about for the most of the business owners, you're so busy running your company, you know, making payroll, finding help and dealing with this, that and the other. You know, I think to put your hat on backwards and start trying to look at your company from a buyer's eyes. I think that's a challenge. It is. Yeah, most definitely. As you went through that questionnaire, did were there aha moments when you were going through that process on the questionnaire? Yes. You know, there was like, well, I can see where that makes a lot of sense. And <laughs> things like that that just didn't occur to us when we were doing it ourselves. You know, it's obviously a lot much more involved than just, you know, hey, let's put an ad on Craigslist and try to sell your business. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, you'd already gone through, Gary, and, and, dealing with buying the business before. So you'd already come through from a buyer's perspective when you bought the business. Yeah, but it was a lot different situation. It was... Uh, you bought it from a family member, and so it was it was um, behind the scene. Very simple. You know, and, and, and as you think, you know, as, as you think about it, so you had all your paperwork done, you'd been through all the process and so on. So once the paperwork was in and your business was listed, what was it like from that point going forward? It was pretty seamless. I mean, he would call us and tell us he has somebody interested, give us a background of them. We would then decide if we wanted to meet with them or not. Um, we always we always tried to do at least one meeting with them. So you know, it, was, it was, I mean, after that, it just went boom, 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 boom. You know, I, I was thinking about, you know, I, I visited with Keith here not too long ago at a meeting up in Denver. And, you know, I, I think there's a, a real relationship that gets started between you guys as the business owner and your broker like Keith. You guys want to comment on that relationship? 
he's such a, I don't know, he's got such a calming demeanor about him. A lot of times where we would, you know, we were stressed out and grumpy at our wits ends with the requests some of the buyers were asking for. And it seemed like we were repetitive, you know, producing documents that were just repetitive and things. And Well, we had one buyer that was, um, we went down the rabbit hole with him and he was, oh my God, he was horrible, a horrible man. I mean, he wanted everything for free. He wanted us to pay him to take over the business, put it that way. <laughs> and Keith just kept us calm. He's just, his demeanor is just amazing. Yeah, yeah, he, he didn't get rattled. And he, he took a little bit of verbal abuse from that one buyer. And he hung in there and, you know, just uh, run off his back. And we, we eventually moved on from that, <laughs> that particular buyer. But You know, I, I think about the emotional toll. And, you know, for you guys, you know, you'd run the business so, so many years, you know, really is like a family member. Mm-hmm. And then having somebody to be able to come in a little more objective and not so emotionally tied to the business, you know, really has a value, I think. Oh, most definitely. He, he opened our eyes to a lot. To, you know, where you say that's a normal request. We're used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Where for you, it may be the only time you've ever sold a business. And, then, you know, and for Raincatcher, they've sold hundreds of businesses. So right. perspective is really nice to have on hand. So you guys have been out of your business now and sold for, well, really coming up, geez, real close to a year. Yeah. So now that you've got some distance from the transaction, what's life like now? Well, for one of us, it's pretty darn nice. Not <laughs> <laughs> is still employed, but... Uh... Uh, it's, uh, you know, the stress level is just night and day. I mean, from where I was, you know, even a year ago when we were almost ready to sell, you know, and, uh, you know, we had been pretty close to a couple of deals previously and tried not to get too excited about the one that finally did go through, you know, and that was part of Keith's educational process is, you know, just, you just got to wait till it's completely done and not get wound up. But, you know, just the, the stress level is just got to be the number one thing. It's suddenly you're... He sings and whistles all the time. He makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should hide that a little more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you were going to go out and, you know, let's say that you had a, a family friend or whatever that was getting ready to go through the process you guys did on selling a business, what advice might you offer them that might, you know, you wish you had received before you went into your process? Call a broker ASAP. Yeah. I would say don't mess around, not unless you're selling to a family member. And I mean, even if you're selling, even if you are selling to a family member, you know, Keith will take care of your interests or um, Raincatcher will take care of your interests. I refer them all the time to some of my clients. I mean, you know, that are that are close to being retired and stuff like that. And and you know, I don't know if any of them's called, but uh, you know, I keep putting out their name. You know, I, I what I think is interesting is you know, for for many business owners, you know, you you work and work and work, and you know, you make cash flow, you pay your you know your bills and so on. And at some point, I don't know how much thought goes into we need to prep for sale. I don't know if that's much of the thought process when you're running a business. No, but it's, I tell you, it can, you think you're organized 
And then there's being organized to be able to sell a business and having, you know, just having your books really clean and all those little things because they just, you know, they they go through, go through them with a fine tooth comb. And it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions that are going to be thrown at you regarding this and that and what is this for. And so just being as prepared as possible and don't think you're going to do it in 30 days or 90 days or something like that. It's not that quick of a process. So, Yeah, it's, it is truly a journey, you know, and, and, you know, and I think for, for you guys, you know, having built the business and run the business so many years, that wasn't by mistake, you know, so you guys deserve a lot of credit for, you know, taking and buying and building and, and running the business for all those years. You know, that's, that's quite the feat. And then I think also, it takes courage to take and go through the process to sell a business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there, you know, for, for this, you know, you guys have been kind enough to, to share your experience and wisdom from the sale. Is there a piece of advice or anything that you guys would like to close with for anybody else that's maybe thinking about selling a business? Uh, Well, just, um, you know, Call Raincatcher. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes it simple. You know, I think at least, you know, from, from my understanding on the Raincatcher process, they've got a very robust questionnaire that really helps you define, you know, strengths and weaknesses. And I think that that's important for everybody. Yes, indeed. It uh, opened our eyes to a few things. Yeah, it definitely did. You know, I mean, like I said, the difference from when we were trying to do it ourselves to when he took over, I mean, he had in what, 30 to 45 days, he had prospective buyers and we were meeting with people in like six weeks, you know. Yeah, that, that's quite gratifying if you come from a place where you're hunting for a buyer and then you go to the place where you have an abundance of buyers. Yeah. That was really nice to see the abundance of, of how many people were interested in King Kong. You know, I, I think that's that's one of the kind of the unheralded you know, values that you hear or don't hear about is, you know, can they sell your business? But the flip side of that is, do you have an inventory or supply of buyers that are interested? And, you know, if you've got an abundance of buyers, it's it's clearly in the seller's favor. So, well, Donna and Gary, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys taking time to share your story and your journey and uh, perspective. I, I I can't thank you enough. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Thank you. and. Uh... Let us know if you need anything else. We're always here. And, you know, I mean, they've, they've done such an amazing job. We'll always be here for them if they ever need us to speak to anybody or anything like that. Well, thank you so much. And we are theoretically having a blizzard blow into town. Oh, cool. And so um, and I'm sure, Gary, that you're thrilled that you don't have to go out with anybody with a shovel. Yeah, it's uh, been a quite the change this year. Not getting up in the middle of the night. And <laughs> That's been really nice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. He used, to be, he used to have all of the news channels all recording, morning, day, night, evening, more, you know, mm-hmm. you name it, he had him. So <laughs> that's been really nice. And plus him getting up and, you know, making all the noise. The only shoveling I got to do is here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys take care and make it a great rest of your day, huh? Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.